and welcome to the Ben. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Back. Before we get rolling, as always, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas, get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEN. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Behind the scenes, my producer, sound engineer, and time-to-time fill-in host, Jeff Tigger Earhart, is here with us. Tigger, we are flying through February. It's It's gone. I know. Thank goodness. Quick shout out to all of you that have been following my cancer story. I want to tell you, thank you so much. I appreciate all the prayers, everything. This last week, I did have a surgery. Cancer has been removed of what we know of. is gone. I'm a sore as always, but you know, we're healing up. You're kind of a, I'm going to say you're a, a warrior champion. You've done a hell of oh. a job. Can I say that? I guess I just did. I mean, you are. You're just doing a whale of a job. Thank you so much. And, you know, all of you out there that have sent such nice messages, cards, I've received just such an outpour of love from all of you. Appreciate it more than you will ever know. Before we get out of talking about February, Tigger, you do remember. What's in just a few days? I know it's your birthday month and next <laughs> here in a few days. I know I'm on it. I am on it. I'm on it. February is always all about back. <laughs> I'm one of the probably the most low maintenance, high maintenance women you could come across. Uh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> all right. Up ahead, everybody. We're going to be talking power sport recreation vehicles later in the show. Plus, I'm going to share one of my own fun, easy recipes for your wild game sausage that your kids are going to love, too. All right, here we go. I got together some winter fun facts for everybody. All snowflakes have six sides due to hydrogen bonding. It's what I just found out. Never realized that about a snowflake. True. It is true. Oh, oh it's not a true. It's not trivia. Oh, I'm sorry. just giving us some fun facts. Sorry. We're gonna, we're gonna. It's, it's so like that I segment. Sit, the more you know. I will sit quietly and be <laughs> entertained by and informed. Well, here's one you may not have known though, Tigger. Many insects make their own antifreeze to prepare for the winter, and it's called glycerol. True. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did not know that. I, That's really interesting. This one crossed my desk. Red squirrels make mushroom jerky to prepare it for the winter. Along, you know, they gather their seeds and their nuts, but these squirrels are known for drying out mushrooms in the trees to make what some describe as a handmade mushroom jerky. False. <laughs> I'm saying false on that, but, you know, I just got visions of, a, you know, he had his little little chef hat on and he was making a little jerky. I know. Kind of like on Hell's Kitchen. Don't worry, we won't be trying it anytime soon. <laughs> All right, here we go. We talk about, you know, very cold winters. Well, get this. Back in the winter of 1974, Russia reached negative 96 degrees Fahrenheit in Siberia, making it the world's coldest country. The other top five coldest countries are considered Canada, Mongolia, Finland, and Iceland. And in a normal year, the United States has an average of 105 snowstorms that typically last two to five days and bring snow to, well, we know this, most of the states, many states, not most, but many states. Now, here's the last little fun fact I found out. Tigger, any idea what the tallest snowman on record is? Uh, I'm going to say 20 feet. 20 feet. How about this? Built in Maine in 2008, this snowman stood over 122 
feet tall. How? <laughs> to be continued. Sit back and enjoy the news. Minnesota. A Minnesota ice fisherman recently caught an extremely rare golden crappie. Rick Conowitz reeled in this bright yellow exanthic crappie on Clear Lake, and according to a Minnesota biologist, this catch compares to winning the lottery. By the way, everybody, I did a little looking. An exanthic crappie is a genetic mutation in which an animal's typical coloring is replaced largely by yellow pigments. They are considered extremely rare in the wild populations, and this 9-inch crappie was striking with a vivid bright orange golden color. Have a chance? Google Minnesota rare golden crappie. Heading west to Hawaii, new possible record, Mizu Ika more commonly known as the diamondback squid, has been caught. Commercial fisherman Nico Erovich recently landed the possible new record using a homemade jig. Here are the stats. This squid weighed 33 pounds and 12.8 ounces and measured just under six feet in length. The current Hawaiian record is for a diamondback squid weighing five pounds less at 28 and a half pounds. Squid fishing, you know what, Tigger? This is still on my list. I'm out. Lastly, heading to Washington, catch fish, earn money. The Bonneville Power Administration in Washington and Oregon that monitors the Columbia and Snake Rivers wants everyone to know about their sponsored program that pays anglers a bounty on northern pike minnow, a native species that is known for its ferocious appetite for salmon and steelhead smolts. For example, listen to this, catch fish, earn money. It was that simple for an angler who in 2021 pocketed $61,000 by removing over 7,100 pike minnows during the summer, catching them all from the Columbia and Snake Rivers. The program will run May 1st through the end of September. Participating anglers will be required to register daily at state fish and wildlife agency operated check stations located along both the Columbia and Snake River systems. And there is no limit on the number of fish an angler can submit for payment. You know what, Ticker? I'm almost seeing this as another pastime for us. <laughs> now, I like where you're going with this, but there is a flaw in your plan because one of us is good at catching fish. Oh. Zing. Or maybe just telling fish tales. <laughs> Continue with your bump. Tell them what's next. I agree. Okay. Looking ahead here after the break, we're going to get candid talking about those power toys. You know, the outdoors tends to come with a little bit of extra. Yeah, we, we like to have our fun with our ATVs to our UTVs to snowmobiles. Well, anyway, we're going to sit down and talk a little bit more about that maintenance and so much more the new accessories coming out stay where you are we'll be right back this is beck First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. 
The hunt is planned, the guide is booked, the trip is blocked off in the calendar, but one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. Hey, we've made it through the holidays, and here in 2022, it's time to look forward to using those grills and smokers that you got for Christmas. Don't forget to head over to mickeysmustard.com. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S mustard.com. Add a little mustard on your chicken, your turkey, your fish, deviled eggs, smoke it, bake it, toss it, swirl it. You can have Mickey's mustard with just about anything. Check us out for your upcoming spring grilling season. Mickey'sMustard.com. Welcome back, folks. Regardless of where you are in the country or the time of year, when venturing outdoors, many of us enjoy our toys, too. And when I talk about toys, that could be from snowmobiles to scooters, ATVs to the fun UTVs, you know, the side-by-sides, you name it. And along with this time of year, too, are all the fun sports shows going on across the country, showcasing all of our latest in the outdoor world. Tigger and I, we've even been able to sneak in a few in, what would you say, a dream? <laughs> dream, right. <laughs> dream. All right, well, Pray. Tigger, the other week then you- Then get depressed. <laughs> exactly. Tigger, the other week you visited with Jason Wright from Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, mm-hmm. and Good he day. put you on to some fine folks from Action Motorsports that know the latest trends and how to keep our gear ready for any season. Here, I'm going to get out of the way hold the checkbook and uh, (laughs) let you and Steve Playton, owner of Action Motorsports Talk Shop. Jason Wright had had put us on to y'all and he said, hey, uh, go talk to these guys. And what I kind of wanted to to razz you a little bit about, I'm not going to date myself and I'm not going to say the brands, but I remember back when I was a kid and actually Steve and I were visiting because how funny is this, you know, growing up in the same part of the country and knowing everybody, that's just kind of how it happens. But when I was a kid, everybody in my neighborhood had a snowmobile, okay? None of them worked, Steve. They would work maybe, you know, for a little bit. And then I remember as a kid, my dad talking with neighbors and they'd want to take the snowmobile out coyote hunting or something. They couldn't because they couldn't get the darn thing started. And I got to be honest with you, at that time, you know, many years ago, it just seemed like couldn't get the darn things to run or stay running. Sure, yeah, that, that was half the joy, though, I think. I, <laughs> right, right. Ride it, ride it all weekend and then work on it all week and maybe that next weekend work on it and then maybe ride it. The next weekend, possibly. Those old car- carbureted snowmobiles, you know, fuel and cold starty. They were so touchy. And chokes and, yeah, super touchy, very finicky. Um, definitely takes some finesse to run an old snowmobile. So now let's fast forward, you know, 40 years now of, of where we're at today. Obviously, the technology has changed. But when we're talking about, and I don't like to say toys, I like to say tools. But we're using them 365 days out of the year. Now, I'm talking about maybe, let's just pick on the Polaris Ranger. Let's talk about side-by-sides. Um, the, the UTVs, is that is that right? UTV, is that right? Correct, yeah, the utility vehicle segment. Um, there's sports side-by-side segment, but the UTV really is the, the real classification for it. And they're used 365 days out of the year. I mean, they're used when it's 35 below uh, – which I think this morning, wind chill, it was 33 below where we're at, all the way to 100 plus. 
that is that's a big swing to force these machines to work. Now, granted, some of our our tractors and trucks do that too, but this is a smaller confined. Everything's smaller and littler to me. I would perceive that as man, something could break real easy. Right, you know, and they really have you know they say technology over the years. You know, um, even for standard use, our snowmobile sales used to be so high because if you farm and ranched and you were cabin in the spring and had a tough spring, you needed a snowmobile. Right, right, right. You know, if, if you got snowed in, you needed a snowmobile to get out. Now, with the side-by-sides, you really don't necessarily need that as much. So it really changed the, the demographic and the buyer and, and, you know, with that full 365 use. Heck, we even have air conditioning now in our side-by-side. So, you know, really, you're going from these extremes of 35 below, we talked about this morning, to the 105 degrees days. You're comfortable, and you can get work done faster, and that's, that's really the point. You know, I'm really going to age myself, Steve. You're going to get a kick out of this. You know what I grew up on? Uh, I, and, and I'm going to say you're a competitor, but that's okay. It was a Honda 110. And I, re- and, and I remember when those things came out, they were a little death machine, a little three-wheeler crew. If you don't, I mean, let's just put this back. If you haven't seen one, look them up online. They were a little death machine. We rolled them 84 times, I swear. But that's what I grew up on was a Honda 110 three-wheeler. And look how we've come now. Air conditioning on a crew. Yeah, it's crazy. Even um, even when the four wheeler off, you know, morphed off the the three wheeler and came out, we had I remember somewhere being a kid here. Uh, my dad selling ATVs and a lot of old ranchers, tough old cowboys, saying, "Nope, still can't beat my horse. Still can't beat my horse." And you know, albeit five, six, seven, eight years later, they buy an ATV. They're buying one next year and the next year and the next year. And the use of them is just that that three wheeler really changed how you how you work on your place. Yes, it did. It really did. How you get from A to B, how fast to get there, um, you know, just how you can get things done. More efficient, maybe. Just save a little time. Exactly. Time is money. I mean, regardless, this doesn't matter for, you know, ice fishing. Maybe not ice fishing. I'm going to tease Jason again, but maybe not ice fishing because we just want to sit there on the frozen water. But in other scenarios, time is money trying to scoot around and get something done. Right. And easier, too, um, you know, as people get older and um, easier getting out of it side by side. Um, you get the full cab, so you're out of the elements when it's, you know, obviously – in these climates, one minute it can be 105, the next minute it can be hailing, the next minute it can be raining, snowing. You know, it, we, this changes so fast on us that, you know, it's really nice to have that versatility. I think uh, one of the things that, that Beck told me she wanted me to ask you was in terms of maintenance. Now, maybe that's because she's hinting at me at something. I don't know. But I think maintenance is really tough on on these little trucks, on the UTVs, because, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if we're – you know, hunting deer in Missouri, or if we're calving cows in Washington, or if we're just using them as as for fun, that we're taking them to the lake, lake with us on the weekend over, you know, on uh, on the 4th of July and the kids are driving around, or, or maybe you are, you know, going out ice fishing like Jason does. And um, it maintenance, I think, is a little bit hard because it's jumping and go, 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 because that's what they're they're designed to do. Now, I'm a little bit pickier where where uh, everyone's going to going to razz me for this but everything has to sit inside if it can if it can we're lucky enough that things can but maintenance gets to be a little bit tough because like you said it's jump in and go so how I, I, there's a tough question how important is maintenance i mean obviously we got to stay up on it but are they built nowadays where look it's not like how i started our conversation with the old snowmobiles where they'd only run 2 days out of the year Right. Um, obviously, they have made things more durable and tougher over the years in parts. Um, but maintenance is really crucial. And a lot of these manufacturers, uh, I will say, have a hard time understanding the ranch use. 
you know, they get the trail use. You go out, you beat the trail, you take it from your lake cabin down to the water and you cruise around and that, that they understand. And that's, that's, you know, they build them. They used to build them strictly for that. It seemed like trail riding and stuff until they really, in the last couple of years, understand the main purpose of some of these side-by-sides and how they get strictly used on these ranches. Beat this knot out of I don't care what you do. We have some rough ground up in the Midwest here, and there's some areas that are just rough ground. And these vehicles do 40, 50, 60 mile an hour across this ground. I mean, eventually something's going to wear or break. You know, really, the maintenance is crazy important. Well, I think you just said it right there. I mean, we're going 60 mile an hour across the pasture, and we hope that we don't hit that one little cow trail that is over the hill. Exactly, exactly. Or that hidden rock that we, you know, we know the pasture like the back of our hands, but it always sneaks up on us, seems like. The one question that I wanted to ask you specifically, and I don't know if anybody else is curious about this or not, but I've seen the tracks on uh, on the UTVs. Is that becoming more popular? Yeah, more for snow. We do have some ranch applications that use it in the springtime in those big creeks. Um, a lot of times, you know, the creeks flood out in the spring, rivers flood out. Um, the mud is obviously can be really hard to get through in the spring. So we do have some ranch applications that use it for that. It is tough on the tracks. The, the mud is. Um, seems to wear bearings out faster and do things, but really mainly for the ice fishing and the snow. You get in these big lakes, Lake Winnipeg, or even just some lakes around here, you get these pressure ridges, or just to get on the ice is the issue, you know, down these section lines and stuff, and it really disperses your weight. It's amazing where you can go with it. Now we go back to that service pain that you talked about on the old snowmobiles. Right, right, right. Right, so these new tracks, now you're looking at about five, $6,000 for a set of tracks. You can use that set of tracks for your Ranger for the next 10, 15 years. In five, Look at you with your sales pitch, brother. Exactly. In five years, your snowmobile is outdated. And you talked about that maintenance part. You got to add oil to it. You got to take care of it. If it's carburetor, you got to clean carburetors. You got to worry about it starting on the ice. Where these tracks are on your vehicle that you'd strictly bolt off. So really, it's just it really makes a lot more sense, probably, if you're using it for that utility feature, the tracks. Oh, boy. Okay. Should have known something would catch your eye, Tigger. Tracks for the side-by-side. And I, and I have to say... Great points, guys. And yes, I remember the old three-wheelers and first four-wheelers, too. Thanks so much, Steve, for joining us. Folks, looking for answers to some of your motorized power sport questions or are in the market, check out Action Motorsports by heading to actionsportspolaris.com. Again, that's actionsportspolaris.com. Don't go anywhere. I have one of my own secret wild game recipes right after this. We've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception. We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? Absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure, sport, needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to atlastracks.com. That's tracks with an X, Atlas Tracks. 
Last year, we got to meet Rob, Todd, and Jason, the crew from Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, and hear about their hunts. What can we expect on a hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters? We're a family-style hunt, and most of our hunters have come back five, six, since we've opened and hunted with us every year. Book your hunt today. Head to WobbleoCreekOutfitters.com. That is W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Wobbolo, located in southwest Missouri for your next turkey or whitetail hunt. Be sure to tell them Beck from the Bend sent you. A little more cooking, everyone, as we enter this final bend. And this is a fun one for the kids to get involved with, too. Plus, use up some of that wild game sausage in your freezer. I am calling this, this recipe of my own, it's called wild egg rolls. Now, who doesn't like a crispy egg roll? I'm looking at Tigger. He loves egg rolls. (laughs) All right. Ingredients are simple. Listen to this. Package of egg roll wrappers, your ground sausage, an egg white, and some cooking spray. Can you get the egg roll wrappers just at your local grocery? Pretty much any grocery store you'll find them. They work perfect. All right, here we go. I use the convection setting on the oven. I preheat my oven to 425 or dig out that air fryer you got at Christmas. They'll work in this as well. While the oven is heating up, I always use my frying pan and brown my seasoned favorite wild game sausage, making sure to chop it up pretty well. Takes about seven to eight minutes. If you're somebody like me who likes to add a little veggies to their their egg rolls, I'll throw in a bag of you know t- uh, chopped up cabbage or maybe some broccoli carrot slaw. Anyway, once you get that all nice and cooked up, take the pan off of the heat, let it cool a little bit, and then take out a baking sheet and, I don't know, call me lazy, but I like to line my baking sheets with tin foil. Then I'll lightly spray them with a little bit of cooking spray. And then I'll take that egg white. There you go. One egg, separate the yolk from the egg white in case you didn't know what that meant. Lightly whisk the egg white and then have a brush handy. Now to assemble and you can get the kids involved with this as well. Take your egg roll, place a heaping tablespoon of that sausage mixture in a corner, roll it, start rolling it up, bring in your corners and finish with one last roll. Then I take my brush and just gently brush some of that egg white wash on all the seams and place it on the pan. Once you have all your egg rolls lined up on the pan, you take those, as I said, I call them my wild egg rolls. I'll lightly hit them with some of my cooking spray, just lightly cover them, and then toss them in the oven and bake them for about 15 to 20 minutes. If you want to check them halfway through, maybe roll them a little bit, depending on your oven, but cook them until, bake them, and sorry, bake them until they're golden brown. There you go. You've got homemade wild egg rolls. If you have a dipping sauce you love, have that ready. My One of my favorites and go-to is always a sweet and sour sauce. I have to say these are hashtag Tigger approved. That's my my thing. Aw, oh, thanks, they're, honey. They're awesome. <laughs> they're good. And I just want to throw a side note out. These are great as an appetizer, too, If you're especially if you're having guests over and you want to you know, showcase that wild game you 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 harvested over the last year. Super simple, easy. Everybody and loves it's not finger so messy. food. And it's not so messy. I know a lot of people get frustrated when they ask us, uh, you know, because they like following along with our different recipes. You know, failures too with those. But these aren't so darn messy. We don't have a thousand and one dishes to clean up afterwards. Hallelujah! That's right? The, that's the that's always the biggest part, part of it. Is it weird that I like to to eat those cold? <laughs> Is, no. that, is that weird? Is that weird? I don't like to think do so. Because, you know, you think about after you go to a Chinese restaurant, you bring home leftovers. I'll eat that cold. You eat cold pizza, too. I know, but I, cold I don't. Chicken. I eat cold fish. <laughs> is that weird? That okay, that I one's a little burgers, weird. Cold steak, cold fish. It doesn't 
That's just weird. Is that weird, <laughs> everybody? Am I just I down here I want to hear your comments. Life? Do you eat most of your leftovers cold? That's the question we're kind of Maybe wondering. Maybe they're so good, I just I don't want to take time to warm them up. I just want to enjoy, and I just dive in. Well, everybody, let us know if you continue to like hearing about our cooking recipes. I know I heard some great comments last week about the filet mignon secrets that I shared. That's why I'm keeping this going. And if you have a recipe you want to share, send that to us, too. I have an idea, Beck. What? What you know, a lot of people do a cookbook. We did we got one. My mom gave us one for Valentine's Day, which was Ooh. really, really neat. What do you think of the idea if we maybe people let us know? A virtual cookbook. I'm liking maybe, it. Uh, we'd have to think I just it just maybe we'll start a Facebook group or something that I'm is all thinking. about all of these amazing I'm, we'll recipes for everybody, there and not go. just us, Boom. the whole family. If you have a field update, a topic we should investigate, or have a tale of your own to share, a recipe too, send it this way. Call, text 305-900-BEN. That is 305-900-2363. Or shoot us an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, remember, we're everywhere. Facebook and Instagram. Follow at, that's A with the circle, The Bend Show. Thank you to my producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. He's also my taste tester. And to Steve Plyton from Action Motorsports. If you have questions or are interested in new or used power toys, head to actionsportspolaris.com. As you all make your new memories now for 2022, as I always say, keep us in the loop. Send those pictures by email or tagging us at The Bend Show on social media. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to see and hear those memorable outdoor moments. Missed this episode? Find all our shows on the website, thebendshow.com, and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Booking now for 2022 and 2023 events. Change Have your own outdoor events coming up from banquets to conventions. Change things up and have us, Beck and Tigger, help you with your event. From MCs to entertainment to even acting as that fun host couple, let us make your gathering extra special. Thank you to our partners, Atlas Tracks, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners that came along. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. Mm-hmm.